This portion of the show is brought to you by my good friends, Eric and Lisa Boatner at Allstate Insurance Agency. Big show. Let's get right to it. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, welcome everyone. Thanks for listening. Jeff Orvitz here. Happy to be here with today. I got another really busy show, jam-packed two hours. Um, I, I want to get to the DeWitt Carry Lake tape here in just a few minutes. You know, we played part of it as we were coming on air yesterday, but it had just hit. I've got the whole tape, the whole recording up at talkwithjeff.com. This this issue of, you know, the job back east, and uh, it just sounded like something out of The Godfather. And uh, DeWitt has now resigned as chairman of the Arizona Republican Party. I'll get you details on that. He has a statement out there. And then, of course, Carrie Lake, I just put up that statement. I just got it from her uh, campaign. Uh, she has a statement about DeWitt's resignation. Get you all the details, plus get you caught up on all the latest as well. No, pff, you know, we had New Hampshire last night. We'll talk about that. Haley still staying in this thing, despite the inevitability and what I told you a long time ago, that Trump's going to be the nominee. Uh, Plus, I'd love your comments. Uh, I've got, in just a second, Olivia Escobedo with the It Goes Too Far campaign. Let's talk about a big issue in Arizona, the abortion issue, this push to get the Arizona Constitution amended to allow what I would call full-term California-style abortion here in the state. Uh, her organization, she's the political director, it goes too far, is pushing to make sure this thing doesn't get on the ballot. But if it does, what do we do to fight this thing? Uh, comments, and in my Olivia will be by later, by the way, with your comments. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Plus, you can text me. I can't text you back because of a technical issue and a, a new law, which is a spam law, but I'm not spamming you. But you can text me, 877-9713-971. If I was selling a home right now in the Flagstaff area, I'd call Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by EXP. What a great job she's done for so many people. Selling homes at top dollar and putting so much into it. Look, a lot of realtors might have the knowledge. A lot of them may have the you know, the passion, but they never seem to have that together. She's got the passion for selling homes. She's got the knowledge to do it. She's one of the best out there. She's the one that I would call. Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by eXp. Call her right now. If you're selling a home, if you're buying a home, 888-446-5602. 888-446-5602. Or go to northernarizonafinehomes.com. Get an instant valuation on your home and get more information about Kelly Broadus. Northernarizonafinehomes.com. Okay, let's welcome to the program Olivia Escobedo. She is the political director for It Goes Too Far, and she's leading the campaign to defeat an expected 2024 initiative that pro-abortionists are trying to get on the ballots and then change the Arizona Constitution. Olivia, how are you doing today? Great. Thank you for having me. This is a big one. Um, I, I think we should start off by maybe rewinding a little bit and give us a quick history lesson. Roe v. Wade, and then we had the Supreme Court decision and led to uh, opening it up to the states deciding. I, I guess give us, give us kind of the overview of how we got to this point. Yeah. So in Arizona, before Roe v. Wade was overturned, before Roe v. Wade, um, no abortion except to save the life of the mother was in Arizona. Currently, what we have right now is a law that Arizona, in Arizona, abortion is legal all the way up to 15 weeks. Now, with Roe v. Wade being overturned, that was given all the authority back to the state. 
Okay, so prior and to now, prior to Roe v. Wade, it was there was no abortions. We had a ter- was it like a territorial law from like the eighteen hundreds, right? Yes. Okay, is that one's not in effect now? I know there are some legal wranglings on that. That one was is not in place. No, the Supreme Court is currently deciding that in Arizona. Okay, the Arizona Supreme Court. Okay, but between between fifteen weeks and the territorial territorial law. Okay. Okay. But what we know is in place now is a law that uh, the legislature and former Governor Ducey signed into law a couple of years ago. I guess, were they anticipating that Roe v. Wade would go away and they put in place a 15-week ban prior to even the, uh, what was it, the Dobbs decision? Yes. Okay. And really, I want to remind you, we use the word limit because, not a ban, because limit is what voters support. And that's really what we are talking about right now. It goes too far. It's the official campaign working to defeat the proposed abortion amendment in an effort to expand abortion beyond what most voters support. They are proponents are stripping away common sense precautions, putting girls and women in danger. By changing it, Olivia, to more than 15 weeks, because you said it's a limit to 15 weeks. So once you pass 15 weeks, you cannot get an abortion right now in the state of Arizona. What is the group that's pushing for this? It's a constitutional amendment. What are they pushing for? Uh, I guess, how do they go too far? You know, is it is it up to birth? Is it have the, have you been able to decipher the language in their uh, proposal? Yes, the proposed amendment goes too far because it is written so incredibly broad. According to attorney analysis, it allows unlimited abortion up to birth. It removes most safety standards at abortion clinics, and it eliminates the required qualified medical doctor who is needed to detect potential complications that put girls' and women's health and safety at risk. How are they, are they getting the support for this? I mean, how many numbers do you need to get? How many signatures do they need to get to get this on the ballot? Is it 300 and something thousand, 400,000? Yes, they need almost 400,000 signatures. And one of the things that we are telling to voters is the way that they are getting the signatures, they are not being completely truthful with everything that they are saying to these voters. We are leading an education campaign to tell voters this is really what the amendment is and what it does. Okay, well, explain that one more time then. What is the amendment that they're pushing and and what would it do? Again, is it up up to birth? Yes. So the amendment takes the doctor out of the doctor-patient relationship by removing the requirement of a qualified medical doctor. This allows any treating healthcare professional to sign off on abortions. Under Arizona law, that includes dietitians, homeopathic providers, chiropractors. We agree it sounds crazy, but that's how the amendment is written. I can show you right here. Attorney analysis found that the amendment language is so consistently broad. The phrase that we're talking about is the state shall not enact, adopt, or enforce any law 
regulations that denies, restricts, or interferes with abortion. What this does is that it strips the state of any real power to enact common sense safety precautions for women and girls or enforce long-standing safety standards. And because it's a, a constitutional amendment they're pushing for, and because of the initiative process in Arizona, the legislature, I do not believe that they're allowed to go back and tinker with anything. So if what I've found in initiatives in the past, Olivia, is sometimes they're not written as well as they should be. And you find out there's a problem and you need to make a minor adjustment or any kind of adjustment. And you can't do that without going back to the to the people, uh, to the state of Arizona or getting, a, I think, a supermajority in the legislature. Am I off on any of that? No, this ballot measure could not be repealed by the legislature. If this amendment is, is voted into our state constitution, it essentially is going to stay there forever. The only way that this could be overturned is if another ballot measure is brought to Arizona voters. Maybe I'm out of touch with a lot of people out there. I don't know. But when this was brought back to the states after Roe v. Wade was was taken down by the by the U.S. Supreme Court, for me, it became a state's rights issue where it should have been in the first place. But secondly, I mean, I thought that most people would be like, OK, let's finally put this abortion issue. Um, this has been the hottest issue for so long. And let's agree that we you said limit it. We're going to limit it at some places are doing it 12 weeks, 15 weeks. And then at least maybe we even though nobody's going to be happy, at least there's some solution going forward. I, I mean, I don't want abortion at all, but I thought this was a way to solve it at a state level. I guess what I'm asking, Olivia, is I thought that a lot of people, if you did a survey, thought that limits were a, a good thing. Where did they even have the support to do this at this point? So you're right. Most voters support significant limits and regulations on abortion. And this amendment eliminates those common sense safety precautions. A recent Gallup poll shows that 70% of people oppose late term abortion, but this amendment legalizes it. And the person who is providing that abortion doesn't even have to be a qualified medical doctor. This is too extreme for Arizona. Yeah, and when you, uh, it kind of reminds me of when medical marijuana came in a few years back, and basically you could find any kind of healthcare professional to write a note, and basically it was de facto legalization of marijuana at that point because, you know, my pinky hurts and I, I can go get a, a letter. I mean, I, I've even heard that with this proposal for abortion, uh, if it's, uh, you know, depression or other issues, uh, you could decide, hey, I want to get an abortion and get, get, a, get that letter at any point in the pregnancy. Well, one of the lies that they are saying is that this amendment allows abortion up to viability. That is a lie. It allows abortion beyond viability for virtually any reason if the abortionist signs off on it. And the way that they do that is that they have a mental health exemption that includes not only those who are struggling with mental health issues, But a woman who simply changes her mind or is experiencing stress, this mental health exemption has been abused. It is a well-known workaround to rubber stamp any request for a late-term abortion. Okay, so you're pushing, and I've had several listeners send me in this um, decline to sign 
Uh, so the first step in your, um, I guess, effort to not have this take hold in Arizona uh, is to tell people don't sign the thing. Yes, because we are leading an education campaign. We are sending volunteers out there and being at places where they are getting petition signatures and talking to the people that are walking up to them and saying, this is what it really says. So you're right there. You're you're right there, Olivia. Yes, we are training volunteers to be able to talk to people about this issue, uh, to their friends, their family, anyone that they come in contact to. We win this through education, through people knowing what this is. And people can learn more at our website, it goes too far.com. We have so many different resources there and go through all the statistics, all the attorney analysis. Okay. What if they get it on the ballot? I don't want to be the, the negative one here, but I, I, I expect them to get it on the ballot. Let's just say they do get it on the ballot. Are you guys also setting up for, I guess the battle uh, going into the November election, uh, uh, you know, for this issue? That is what we are completely focused on right now because this is a dangerous amendment. Another thing that I want to mention is that it shuts out moms and dads when their minor daughter needs them the most by removing the requirement that parents are informed uh, that their minor daughter is getting an abortion. Any age? Any age. And this leads to dire consequences Imagine your 14-year-old daughter is abused and gets pregnant under this amendment. The abuser can take her for an abortion, and you would never know, and the abuser would get away with it. There's specific language in this amendment that says no law can penalize someone for aiding or assisting in abortion. Under that language, a sex abuser can take any age victim to get an abortion to cover up their crime. And they won't be held accountable for it, and parents won't know about it. All right. I'm going to encourage everybody go to the website. I, I've been to it. you got a bunch of info there. I'll put it on the podcast when we get this up there uh, later on as well, Olivia. It goes too far.com. It goes too far.com. Uh, keep us up to date as to the progress on this thing. And um, I think they have until, is it June or July to get the signatures? They have. They have until July. Okay. And we are going to be fighting every day against this because it allows abortion all the way up to birth. And this will be enshrining late term abortion into the Arizona state constitution. It removes common sense abortion laws. And like I just shared with you, it shuts parents out of their minor daughter's life-altering decision. That's crazy. All right. It goes too far.com. It goes too far.com. Check it out and uh, go support and, and help this issue, folks. Um, this is an important one for Arizona. Uh, Olivia, I appreciate your time. We'll talk with you soon. Thank you. Get your comments in. I'd love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Text as well. Uh, and Olivia will be by later on in the program as well to share some of those comments. 877, my, different Olivia. Olivia will be by in, in just a little bit. 877-971-3971. 877-971-3971. Hey, if you get a rock chip in your windshield, call Diamond Auto Glass, where the difference is clear.com. Uh, my family's been using this, this great company in Flagstaff 
on Fourth Street for many, many years. Rock chip, you know, the cinder comes and hits it and does that little crack, that little chip. And then if you don't get it filled right away, it spreads the rest of your windshield. Diamond Hourglass will take great care of you. If you need a whole new windshield, too, they'll work with your insurance company. They'll give you a really, really great deal and take good care of you. 928-779-4140. That's Diamond Auto Glass at 928-779-4140. Or go to the thedifferenceisclear.com. More to come. A lot more to come. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to The Jeff Orbit Show. It's a great time to head on over to Sportsman's Bar and Grill, voted best sports bar in Flagstaff many, many years in a row. Uh, awesome food, awesome daily specials, and don't forget about Wing Wednesday, half-price wings, and plan for next week, too. Tuesday's Taco Tuesday, great tacos. Thursday, I'm jumping around here. You got mini sliders, awesome, awesome sliders. Sportsman's Bar and Grill, just north of downtown Flagstaff, right there in the Bashes Shopping Center. Great drink specials as well, plus their $4 menu, so you don't have to break the bank to get some food. Sportsman's Bar and Grill, stop on by, get some great food. got a lot up at talkwithjeff.com. I think we did four different releases, posts, or whatever, today alone. Do me a favor. I've been really trying to grow the website. You know, we're always trying to grow the podcast, the YouTube, the um, Rumble accounts, and the website as well. The website's probably the best place to subscribe because you get all of that. You get the the videos, you get my podcasts, you get special releases like I did earlier today where I actually put out the audio of that Jeff DeWitt, Carrie Lake recording, which I played some of it for you yesterday, and we'll get to more of it here in just a minute, uh, in which, you know, it's, I don't know what else to call it other than a bribe when he's saying, hey, here's an offer. I'm going to make you an offer. You can't refuse. You know, here's an offer. And if you take this job, you know, they'll get you set up. We got the, you know, powerful people back east and the way he's talking and stuff. This is Jeff DeWitt. Um, and we'll get you set. You just got, we don't want you to run. They don't want you to run. We'll get you a job. We'll make, name your, name your offer, name what you need, name your price, name this, name. I mean, what else can you call this? And Carrie Lake continually says, no, 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 no. At one point she says, no, not for a billion dollars. So after this hit yesterday and it was daily mail out of the, uh, United Kingdom, out of, out of Britain that released the audio, uh, I get I all I can do is make an assumption here. I, I did talk to the late campaign and they verified the audio's authenticity yesterday, as has the Daily Mail. And obviously, as Jeff DeWitt has as well, because now he's resigned from the Arizona Republican Party. I got all these posts up at talkwithjeff.com. So subscribe. Uh, you just got to put in your email email address. I'm not selling it. I'm just getting you the information. I'm trying to really focus mostly on Arizona stuff. And I don't think there's enough people doing that anymore, quite honestly, where they're focusing on stupid stuff. Anyway, um, so I figured he would resign, that he would have to resign. The, the audio is so sleazy. I mean, and I'll get, to, I'll get to some more of it here in just a second, but let me play you one here. Let me play you just a little bit and tee this up. Uh, this, is, this is Jeff DeWitt and, and, and Carrie Lake supposedly recorded at her house back in March of 2023. So what's going on? What is, uh, I'm assuming this is our friend. 
this is this is this is back east. This is back east. They there are very powerful people. There, and it's just how he's talking, Jeff. There are very powerful people. So he's like, he got a cat on his lap, like on the Godfather. They want to keep you out. Okay. They want to keep you out. But they're willing to. But they're willing to. Their mouth is in a big way. So this conversation never happened. This is crazy, though. They should want me. I'm a great candidate. People love me. These people are corrupt. Well, maybe you're right. They are right. They are corrupt. Maybe. This is right. Don't don't go. Do you I'll get myself in trouble. This, if you, if, you, if you say no, that's just fine. It's your choice. Don't tell people. I know. They're going to try to have me murdered. <laughs> I don't doubt that either. Today's world, man. If that stuff that came out last week is right about the cartel stuff, man. See, right? talk about the cartels. cartel's operating in 50 states right now. Like all 50. Mm-hmm. So. So what, what, what's going on? Who is it? What? Forget the who. Forget the who. Let me just tell you the why. Let me tell you the why. Let's just say there are people calling around. Saying, gosh, no, they can't repeat this. Never repeat this. If you say no, don't. Because they say, I got offered to buy out. Don't, yeah. Don't use it. Because then we lose our ability to get things done other, in the future. Here's this, my problem. Rather than just say, let's work with her. She's a great candidate. Because they don't own me. And it pisses me off. Yeah, it's not about ownership. It's about control. I don't know it's about control. Anyway, it goes on and on. And I got this up at talkwithjeff.com where he, he offers a job. You know, it's like, hey, powerful people back east. And at one point, name your price. I'll play. I'll try to get to all the clips. It's, it's 10 minutes long, so I'm going to do my best because we've got a lot to cover here during the program. Uh, but so he resigned. Jeff DeWitt is out. He has resigned as chairman of the Arizona Republican Party. Uh, gone. Uh, and he put out a lengthy statement, which I want to get to here in just a minute. Uh, he, he's saying that, uh, you know, it was selectively edited audio recording. Okay. And uh, he goes on and on and ultimately resigns uh, the position. Carrie Lake comes out with a statement shortly after that. We put that up at talkwithjeff.com right away. Talking about his resignation as well, and the tape speaks for itself. Arizona GOP Chairman Jeff DeWitt attempted to bribe Carrie Lake, she says. Um, it is an insane recording, but I think it really shows you the insight into what's going on in this country, quite frankly. Uh, and I wonder how many people seriously in high levels of power and, and decision making for this for the United States, especially in Congress, but also in the bureaucracy. I wonder how many people are actually... And I don't know. I don't know the answer, but I wonder how many people are being bribed and are, um, are find themselves in a, in a in a position where it, you know it's it's a sex tape or something. They caught you know they uh, get some attractive young girl for some new congressman or whatever, and uh, then the video's there, and it's like bam, you know, it's it's hey, you're going to do what we want to do now, or financially. I mean, isn't there a guy in the Senate that still has the the, the bars of gold? You know, it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars in gold that they found. Is he still there? How corrupt and how deep does it actually go? And this recording to me with DeWitt and and Carrie Lake, where she repeatedly declines the offers, uh, is is quite frankly a scary tape for the health of our republic and the future of our republic. I want your comments on it, though. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those comments in. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right. uh, If your smartphone is is broken, you got a cracked screen, maybe you're going outside in the cold and all of a sudden it's like this thing is zapped in like three seconds. You got a bad battery. 
Just Wireless can fix that for you. They can replace the battery. They can fix your crack screens, charging ports, all that stuff. Uh, so get your phone repaired. Save yourself some money because the economy's crazy and you don't know what's going to happen. I, I wouldn't go out spending a thousand bucks on a new phone right now. If you need a new phone or new to you at least, Just Wireless has a great line of refurbished phones. Good for your bottom line. Good for your wallet. Also good for the environment. Just Wireless in West Flagstaff, right on Milton Avenue as I-17 comes into town. Uh, you can also get more information at justwirelessaz.com. A lot more to come. Hang tight. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, let, let me do this. Let's read uh, the wit statement here. Former chairman of the Arizona Republican Party, and again, I got these all up at talkwithjeff.com. Let me let me just read that, and then what I think I'll do is let you decide. Listen to this whole recording because I don't think a lot of people have played the whole recording, and I think it deserves. Uh, the whole thing deserves to be heard. But okay, so DeWitt puts out the his statement uh, in his resignation today, Wednesday, January 24th, statement from Chairman Jeff DeWitt, Arizona Republican Party stationary letterhead. I got this up at talkwithjeff.com. In light of the recent revelation that Carrie Lake has released a selectively edited audio recording of our private conversation, I must clearly address this deceptive tactic. The recording from over 10 months ago is not only taken out of context, but also undermines the integrity of private discussions critical for party leadership. Uh, as party chair, he got, here's a paragraph on party chairman, what he does, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to skip that. Contrary to the notion of me being an enemy of Lake, uh, this conversation was recorded while I was actually employing Lake in my private company. In fact, for over a year and a half, we had many conversations where I was looking out for her financial interests. The ethical breach in a recording of our conversation uh, while Lake was my employee, raises serious legal and moral concerns. This act of recording was not just a betrayal of trust, but also a violation of the fiduciary responsibilities of an employee. Contrary to accusations of bribery, my discussions were transparent and intended to offer perspective, not coercion. Our relationship was based on friendship, and the conversation that is now being scrutinized was an open, unguarded exchange between friends in the living room of her house. I genuinely believed I was offering a helpful perspective to someone I considered a friend. Uh, Lake has a massive megaphone, DeWitt goes on to say, that I cannot compete with. I am just a business and financial guy that got recruited into this unpaid role that demands the amount of time of roughly two full-time jobs, nights, weekends, holidays, and more are all work days. My motivation for keeping this position, he goes on about the the job. And uh, I must refrain from defending myself as I could potentially undermine the objective. Um, going forward, since since our conversation where I advised Lake to postpone her campaign and aim for the governor's position in two years, she has been on a mission to destroy me. It was a suggestion made in good faith, believing it could benefit both her future prospects and the party's overall strategy. The release of our conversation by Lake confirms a disturbing tendency to exploit private interactions for personal gain and increases concerns about her habit of secretly recording personal and private conversations. This is obviously 
obviously a concern given how much interaction she has with high profile people. Um, I said things I regret, but I realized that when hearing Lake's recording that I was set up, I believe she orchestrated the entire situation to have control over the state party. And it's obvious from the recording that she crafted her performance response with the knowledge that she was recording it, intending to use this recording later to portray herself as a hero in her own story. This morning, I was determined to fight for my position. However, a few hours ago, I received an ultimatum ultimatum from Lake's team, resign today or face the release of a new, more damaging recording. I am truly unsure of its contents, but considering our numerous past open conversations as friends, I've decided not to take the risk. I'm resigning as Lake requested in the hope that she will honor her commitment to cease her attacks, allowing me to return to the business sector, feel that I find much more logical and prefer over politics. I goes on to say he's a supporter of Trump and um, party unity, this and that. Uh, in closing, final paragraph here, you can read the whole thing. I skipped a couple of paragraphs. In closing, my actions will always reflect what's best for Arizona Republicans, our, com- our commendable elected officials, and our mission to reclaim the White House. This is all such a distraction to that mission that I am doing as Miss Lake wishes and am stepping down as chairman of the Arizona Republican Party. That's Jeff DeWitt. Full statement up at talkwithjeff.com. Um, I'll play you the audio here in a second. You can, you can listen to the whole thing and you tell me, um, Carrie Lake put out Jeff DeWitt resigned as, um, that's my words. Um, Carrie Lake puts out the tape speaks for itself. The Arizona GOP chairman, Jeff DeWitt attempted to bribe Carrie Lake. Thankfully, Carrie is an extremely ethical person who rejected DeWitt's multiple attempts to offer her money and corporate board seats in exchange for Carrie not running for public office. She will be an incredible Senator for Arizonans. No one from the Carrie Lake campaign threatened or blackmailed DeWitt. It is unfortunate that DeWitt hasn't recognized how unethical his behavior was and still hasn't apologized to Arizona Republicans. DeWitt's false claims are just par for the course. The Arizona GOP must be relieved to have his resignation. Now we can focus on getting ethical leadership to win big in 2024. Now, the Arizona GOP does meet this weekend, and uh, they're voting on new leadership. Uh, so we'll see who steps up as far as party chair going forward. Okay, here's here's the tape. And the Daily Mail released this yesterday, and within 24 hours, like I said, Jeff DeWitt, chairman of the Arizona Republican Party, resigns. Uh, listen to the tape. So what's going on? What is? Uh, I'm assuming this is our friend. Oh, this is this is this is back east. They there are very powerful people that want to keep you out. Oh no, they do. But they're willing to. Put their money where their mouth is, in a big way. So, this conversation never happened. This is crazy, though. They should want me. I'm a great candidate. People love me. These people are corrupt. Well, maybe you're right. They are right. They are corrupt. Maybe. This never happened. Don't go. Don't go. I'll get myself in trouble. This, if you you say no, which is fine. It's your choice. Don't tell people. They're gonna have try to have me murdered. Change <laughs> world, man. If that stuff that came out last week is right about the cartel stuff, I mean, I see the cartels operating in fifty states right now. Like all fifty. So. So what? What? What's going on? Who is it? What? Forget the who. Let me just tell you what. Let's just say there are people calling around, saying. No, they can't repeat this. Never repeat this. If you say no, don't. Because they say, I got offered to buy out. Yeah. Because then we lose our ability to get things done other, in the future. Here's this my problem. Rather than just say, let's work with her. She's a great candidate. Because they don't own me. And it pisses me off. 
Yeah, I saw comments about ownership. It's about control. I know it's about control. It's about being on the team. I guess that. You know what I mean? They want to be on the team. They want you to be on their team. But they're, team. You know? But if they're pushing a globalist agenda, I can't do that. So what do they want? What do they want me to do? They want you to stay out for two years. <laughs> what? Let me tell you what I can offer you. What? Um, I said, you can do whatever you want. Talking head, this and that. So the, the ask of me was, it's kind of funny. So the, the ask I got today from back east was, this is, has to say to us, is there any companies out there or something that could just put her on the payroll and give her, to keep her out? And I said, well, what do you want them to do? Like, whatever we need to do. This is about defeating Trump. And I think that's a bad, bad thing for our country. DeSantis is not America first. This is about the final death blow to Trump. And I don't think that's good for our country. I love Trump. I love Trump. It's not good for our country, Jeff. It's not. But at the same time, I'm not even sure Trump can win again. I don't know that he can win. I think what it really comes down to for a lot of people about like control or agenda it's just about the ability to raise money to win you know if you really want to know all of politics politics boils down to money I think mm-hmm. and even on their end like what makes them the most money I know these, all these consultants don't want their, their payday to end and I don't want to make a deal with these kind of people this is a hill worth dying on I am sure, not. If they're going to steal the election to make me and our, our movement go away, I'm not letting him do that. I owe it to the people of Arizona. Or. To carry their torch and their voice. Or. You don't go away. But you pause. This is the battles right now, Jeff. Pause. And you throw your coffers. You know, the battle is right now. The battle is right now. And um, we don't have time to, to pause on this battlefield. You're not. Uh, what you can't scratch their back. It's not afraid of you. Yeah. You don't have anything to offer them, and they're sitting around people that have something to offer them. You know what I mean? It's just it's it's a it's a club. That's all DC is. It's a big mm-hmm. backscratching club. You're in no you're in no position to scratch anybody's back, and you've already made it known that if you get there, you're not going to scratch anybody's back. I don't scratch people's back. You know, I was, I've been on the outs for a lot of people for a long time. I don't scratch my mm-hmm. you know? Where are we in two years if they steal the election again? Listen to what you're saying. Why don't we do something about it what so that we the people can pick our... What can we do? I'm not willing to accept that. And I'm going to be the biggest f***ing pain in these people's ass. Go back and tell them that. Mm-hmm. I'm running, and I'm going to be the biggest pain in their ass. And I'm willing to tell them that. And they're going to have to f***ing kill me. To stop me. No, I know, I know. Look, and, and you don't have to tell them that, but no, no, no. I don't think they will, but... No, I don't think that's the way they are. Uh, Either they come around and try to work with me, or I'm what just... What would that gonna, entail? That would entail not telling... Layman's telling me, you got to distance yourself from Trump. No, you distance yourself well, from he's, DeSantis. He's, he's all butthurt about that. But what I'm saying is, don't tell people that. I'm with Trump, Okay. I want to work for the betterment of Arizona. 
I'm, I'm not going to let these people back in D.C. tell me not to run. I'm not going to pause for two years. The battle is now. I'm offended by whoever these people are that they're trying to Why? buy me out. Be, of. Well, you should be honored. That they're, I'm offended that there's people back there who just don't give a shit about our country. Do you understand that? You should be honored. That, that <laughs> means they know how powerful you are. Well, I can tell them if that. If you were powerful, they wouldn't, they wouldn't want to have this conversation. Yeah. Right? You should be very few people get this. I know. I'm just I'm pissed that they don't care more about our country. It's all about the mighty dollar to them. And that's offensive. I don't know. I honestly don't know. They want to get Trump so bad. They want him out no, so it's bad. Not about Trump. This isn't about Trump. It's about you. It's not about Trump. It's, really it's, it's about you. It's not about Trump. Some people that are in on this. Uh, I know. Listen, I can win. Why don't you go back and tell them that I can win? And why don't they get behind me? I just see I see these things through a different lens. It's very personal to you. This was you. This was your name on the ballot. And I get that. And it's a very personal thing. Well, I have a um, appointment coming up, and I have to work on my book. Yeah. I, I'm not going to... I appreciate their concern. Just to say, is there a number at which... I can be bought? <laughs> what it's about. You can take a pause for a couple of years. No. And then go right back to what you're doing. No. 10 million, 20 million, 30, no, no, no. A billion, no. This is not about money. This is about our country. I think it's disturbing that they would even, that anybody would think this is. I, I, no, to be fair, even me, even me, I'll say this. I want fresh face right now for the reason that I've never seen anyone. I can't think of a single person in a federal race who's lost, ran in and won. Okay. can't think of it. If you can think of it, let me know. I am not going to let these people who hate our f***ing country tell me not to run. You should call them and tell them to get behind me. I, mean, I, I, I can win and they should words. get behind me. I would, I would happily say those words. Yeah. Do you think my words will carry any weight? Okay, well, did you think you would come in here and that I would be bought? <laughs> it's not being bought. Yes, it is. It's, I think, what it I It is being bought. No. They, they are trying to buy me out of running. What and I it's, think. it's actually, I mean, all right, I'm flattered. It's, I'm offended. I'm offended what for think, our country. What we have people this, like this who live here. What I think is this, is it can give you an incredible opportunity to have a bigger voice to fight for stuff. Than you currently do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't want to deal with people like this. These people are un-American, and I, I think they're unethical, and I would be absolutely immoral if I did that. Again. That's immoral. I couldn't. I couldn't look at my. I, I couldn't look at myself in the mirror if I. You know. It's just. It's very powerful people that are willing to. They really want. Someone different. They want new names, whatever it is. So they want Jim Lehman? That's a new name? No, actually, that's not even... That's a possibility, but they're even asking me. Like, I, I know. They, they've got all these new names, and I'm going to beat each and every one of them. Sorry, Jeff. Take it back. Take it back to them. Oh. I got I to get working. I know. You I love you, but I got to get working. All right. I appreciate it. it. I mean, I'm just... I can't believe this. <laughs> hey, hey, again, be honored. Instead of them just... Look... Instead of just them working to beat you, 
They're trying to, like... They're... This is about getting Trump out. Nah, yeah, Trump never killed once. Well, it's about DeSantis getting DeSantis in. Getting DeSantis is, is getting Trump out. You're, you're, you're reading too deep into it. Well, let's see what happens. Maybe my case will go through. Maybe they'll do the right thing. I hope so. I do too. That's my first goal. But they can't have me in the governor's office because then we're going to root out some of this corruption. But again, it's like you know what it is? The people don't get to choose their elected officials unless they're pre-approved by the swamp. And the swamp doesn't pre-approve of me. You need a strong party to help. I think you, you should go public with this and then no, say, "Hey, no, 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 no. These people don't want to. They don't want." Their... And then I turn my key in my car and I just. <laughs> I, don't know. I like my car. <laughs> Tell them I'm not flattered. I'm offended that they. Don't tell anybody that we had this conversation. I'm offended that they. Um, don't care about our country more. I actually wish you'd just give me a counter offer this big. <laughs> give me a counter. <laughs> I can't. I can't be bought. Come on. I can't. All right, okay, bye-bye. Crazy stuff. Hey, uh, give me your comments. I'd love to share them here in a little bit with Olivia. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com or text 877-9713-971. Full recording up at talkwithjeff.com, as well as all the statements from the DeWitt side and from Carrie Lake, multiple statements there. Uh, go check it out, talkwithjeff.com, uh, talkwithjeff.com. Okay, hey, if... Uh, you need to get your home refinanced. Maybe you're in a situation where you got high interest rate credit card debts. Call Kim Dawson right now with Nova Home Loans because if you own a home and you've been in there a few years, you may have a lot of equity. Kim Dawson may be able to refinance that all into one package, get you out of that debt spiral. And it sucks that you're there. Prices have gone up so much. It's crazy. Call Kim Dawson. Uh, refinancing, doing those debt consolidation things. Also, if you're buying a new home, if you're buying a second home, if you're buying an investment property, uh, off-grid properties, they they specialize in so much stuff. Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. Mention the Jeff Orvich. She'll get $250 off lender's fee at closing. 928-310-6458. 928-310-6458. Or check her out online at novahomeloans.com slash Kim Dawson. Kim Dawson, NMLS 697411. Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087. BK number 090242. Equal housing opportunity. Subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Okay, more to come in hour two of the show. Uh, Going to talk with another state representative, uh, Quan Win, who represents Legislative District One. That's largely the Prescott area, Central Arizona. Uh, I'm trying to get as many legis- legislative updates for you as possible while the session's in there, uh, especially with the controversy over the ESAs and the budget and all that. So stick around for him. Uh, plus your comments. Uh, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Don't go anywhere. More to come. Back in a few. Thanks for listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Portions of the show may be pre-recorded. And remember, the information provided on the show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and his guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. This portion of the show is brought to you by Diamond Autoglass, where the difference is clear.com. This is the Jeff Orvid Show.
All right, welcome back. Hour two of the show. So much going on today. It's going by so fast. Um, I'm not going to rehash it right now um, because we want to talk with Representative Quan Wing of um, LD1, mostly Prescott area. Get an update, plus a big bill just passed through some committees, a fentanyl bill, fining people more and trying to get take care of the scourge that we're seeing with, with the fentanyl issues around around the country. Part of the um, consequences of having a wide open border, right? Um, obviously, we had the big news that we started on yesterday and continue today, and we've got a bunch of breaking stuff up at talkwithjeff.com. The full recording of the Cary Lake Jeff DeWitt uh, where he, he offered the job from the powerful people back east and, you know, sitting there like the, the godfather with the cat on his lap. Uh, so I got that up there. Also at talkwithjeff.com, uh, Jeff DeWitt, former chairman of the Arizona Republican Party, resigned his statement. And then Carrie Lake, uh, they sent me their follow-up statement because he's making all kinds of accusations too. So a lot of drama going on in Arizona that the whole country's watching once again. We'll get to, we'll get to more of that in a little bit, uh, plus get to my guest here. But real quick, uh, send me an email. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. And don't forget, hey, I, I love a good steak, and I love going on out to the Rodeo Steakhouse out in Williams, right there on 950 North Grand Canyon Boulevard. It's by the Ramada Inn. Uh, great ribs. I, I've been talking about this all week and how I, I, I'm going to have to just bring in my own bib. Uh, great ribs at the Rodeo Steakhouse. Great variety of steaks. So if you're a steak I don't know, connoisseur or whatever you want to call it. Uh, go check it out. Salt and pepper steak is really good. The Rodeo Steakhouse, go ahead and Google that. You can get reservations so that way you can get on in there because it, it gets quite busy sometimes because who doesn't like a good steak, right? Go to the Rodeo Steakhouse. Enjoy some great time out at in uh, Williams, Arizona as well. All right. Um, happy to have on my next guest, Quan Wynn. He represents Legislative District 1. He's in the Arizona House. How are you doing today? I'm fine, Jeff. Thank you for having me on. I heard a lot of great things about your show, so I'm honored to be on your show today. Well, it's always good when people don't talk bad. (laughs) 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 There's plenty of that out there, too. But uh, you have an an amazing story, Quan, that uh, I think we need to share because it really... People forget. People forget the craziness that happened in Vietnam so many years ago and the communism. And your family is originally from Vietnam and you guys got out right there at the end. Why don't you share your your background a little bit with us? Thank you, Jeff. Um, I really appreciate the opportunity to share, you know, to, to how I got here today. So I was born back in 1962, just north of Saigon, about 200 miles north of Saigon. And, uh, you know, by the time we had the, the first pet offensive, uh, 1968, you know, I was six years old. Um, and I remember everything. So we, you know, we, we sort of, you know, every day you wake up as a war, so you don't, you don't really pay attention to what's, what's going on. So your job is to go to school and, and, uh, trying to find a meal or two in between. Um, so I survived all the way through to the, you know, the final invasion in 1975 and, you know, by the skin of my teeth, I, I got out uh, on the C-130 just six days before the fall of Saigon. Um, I don't know how all that happened. I was 12 years old, uh, you know, got to the United States. And, and by the way, my whole entire family served, served in the uh, South Vietnamese family, uh, military. And several of my cousins uh, wound up in uh, re-education camps and uh, a couple of them were executed. Um, and, uh, you know, but the majority of my family members got out, including my dad who served, uh, uh, before World War II, you know, during the French occupation yeah. and he fought the French and then he fought the, the Japanese during the, 
uh, occupation of Japan in Indochina, and then the French occupation, and then uh, joined the, uh, the the South Vietnamese Army and fighting alongside with the Americans against communism. And so it's, it's a pretty long history, um, along with my two uh, older brothers who were you know, spent quite a few years in the war themselves and, and also injured. Um, so make a long story short, I came over here, learned how to speak English. The only way to survive is to learn how to speak English. And um, I somehow got myself through, you know, working odd jobs and got myself through college, uh, got to be a part-time professor moving forward. I went to work for Northrop Aircraft on F-18, the original F-18, and then just moved on to the, the corporate uh, ladder. Uh, and eventually in 2019, uh, a couple of people came to me and said, you had to run for office. And I thought they were crazy. Um, I ran for <laughs> office and I won the first time around and the reaction was now what? Yeah. And so here I am. That's uh, amazing. And um, I think that we lose so much of our history and I, you know, You've been here as, as a first-generation American, Quan, and I, I think we look at people whose family has been here for generations, and let me get your perspective. They have lost the perspective and, you know, why and how America has been so great for so long. And uh, do, do you fear, like I fear, that we're going the way of other countries down this road of socialism and even worse? Yeah, so in a short time, so I've been here for 48, 49 years, and I got to tell you, 48 years is, is a very short time, right? In, in any country's history, in American history and so on, I can see that the, 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 the downfall, I mean, was flipping and sliding slowly, but we are flipping and sliding, and, and it's frightening to where um, it, it's starting to resemble the, the beginning of the Vietnam War for me. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I saw the end of it, and it's not pretty, and I don't want uh, you, uh, your children or your grandchildren to ever see what I witnessed and what I saw. Uh, it, it's really tragic when we have this absolutely beautiful country uh, and, and all the, the freedoms that, that sort of, you know, it, it, when this country adopted me, uh, it, you know, all these things were given to me. And all I can do is learn how to speak English, uh, understand what the Constitution is all about, understand that this country is a law and order type of a country and, and you shouldn't let it go. You shouldn't let it slip. And uh, so my job is to continue to be here and, and make sure that uh, we don't slowly destroy our state and, and our nation. And I, I would tell you how great this country is. I have two children, first generation Americans born here in the United States. And, you know, one graduates from college and, and is, is a productive citizen and just a good conservative kid. And my younger daughter is a naval officer who's uh, currently serving in a submarine force. Um, which country would take a, a young child from, uh, you know, a, an immigrant family and said, you know, one day you're going to go to Annapolis and you're going to be a, a naval officer and you're going to serve us proudly. I, I, I can't find too many countries that would give uh, my children um, those opportunities. No, I, I agree 100%. You said something that uh, I, I caught there, you know, that the United States, you know, adopted you, your adopted country. But really, um, and I'm 48, so I've been alive for as long as you've been here, uh, that you came to America as well, Quan. But, you know, I we all kind of adopted because we didn't start it. 
You know, even if you've been here for, gen- I, can, I can trace my family's lineage back to the Mayflower, but it was previous generations that built this up and built this up. And each generation is expected to fight for the freedoms and to fight to make sure that the next one is is free, to make sure the next one isn't mired in $34 trillion in debt and, and on and on. And we've lost sight of that no matter where your origins come from. Yeah, so... Um you know, it seems life is getting easier and easier every year that I, I live here. You know, I remember being a teenager, life was, was getting easier. And then I went to college and it got really easy. It just feels like you're kind of cruising along. And I remember one day I was putting gas in my motorcycle, uh, you know, in Costa Mesa, California. And I looked over across the island uh, up the gas pump and I see a uh, gentleman, older gentleman with, with an, uh, a field jacket, a Greenfield Army jacket. And I looked over at him and I said, um, did you serve in Vietnam? And he just looked at me um, and he said, he nodded his head. And I, I said, well, I, I just want you to know that I really appreciate your service and I want to thank you for, for your service because I, I am here because of people like you. And my gosh, he was tearing up. Hmm. Because, according to him, that was the first time somebody, an American, an American from another country actually said thank you for his service. Um, the conversation was very brief, but you can see he was all teary. And that changed that perspective in my life because yeah. I, was, I was 22 years old. I was riding a motorcycle and I was really happy. I went to college and I have a corporate job in Irvine. And I myself had forgotten that some of those people were serving alongside my dad and my older older brothers. And the, the worst part about it is that I actually served our nation 10,000 miles away as Americans. They, they did, no one has to go there. It's, it's got the second land, right? Uh, no, no one should be over there and, and be shot at. And so ultimately the result is you got um, the old, ultimately the, the result is that we got 58,000 names you know, on the granite wall. And, uh, you know, it took me a while to get there to, to understand the sacrifice that Americans and, and, and this nation and, and the history of this nation, it's, it's, the generosity is beyond my comprehension and, and what what I can describe to you. Yeah, absolutely. And we're talking with uh, Representative Kwan Win of uh, Legislative District 1. Um, it's, it's, it's an amazing story, and I, I highly recommend everyone go to the Vietnam Wall Memorial in Washington, D.C., too. Um, and I also hope that we step back as a co- country, Quan, because you hear the, the mention of civil war and all that more than I've ever heard in my lifetime, and that you've lived through that, and that's the last thing that we ever want, ever. And I think people are, Jeff, oh, some people are almost wanting it. Right, Jeff. Um, the, the last person to want, ever want to see war is somebody who lived through a war. Right? Yeah. It's not pretty. It's not pretty. There's thousands of people die. And I remember living across the uh, kitty corner from a, a Buddhist temple. And during the spring offensive of 1972, nearly 70,000 Vietnamese soldiers were killed. So the, the, the casket was coming through these Buddhist temples like daily, maybe five, maybe seven, maybe ten a day. Um it is, you know, to, to listen to the parents crying and wailing at night uh, throughout the night uh, is is a sound that uh, that one can never forget. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't ever want to see another civil war. Uh, while I believe in defending the country, it's 
it's easy to talk about a civil war or a war when you've never been into one or in, in one, right? Um, and so I, I want people to be aware that, um, you know, it's not a pretty picture. You know, you're talking about lack of water, lack of food. Um, you can't even show up outside of your door. Uh, you, don't, you don't know when the next mortar is going to come at your house. Um, kids go to school and, and, you know, shot at school or die at school. I mean, the school I went to in Vietnam was school of bullet holes. Just, just imagine that for a second. And uh, here, here's the funny part about schools, right? So over here you have these beautiful schools and you have uh, teachers and, and you're safe and hungry kids can be fed at school. Um, but, but yet we're, we'll continue to ask for money, more money, more money to educate. And 40% of our kids are not educated, can't read at grade level and on and on and on. And you, Jeff, you know, the, the school problems, right? Oh, yeah. And and I remember back in the days where I went to school and full of bullet holes outside of the school, but yet we were studying pretty darn hard. And most of us lost our dad, if you really want to know the truth. So when people say, well, you know, school is pretty tough over here. You can have a lot of single family uh, or, or single moms and, and single dads and so on. And I'm like, man, that, that was a normal thing. That could be an end, right, for our kids. But but somehow we were, we were able to learn. And so those kids immigrated to the United States back in 75 to the 80s. You know, uh, they, they, they just like little sponges and they just absorb every bit of information you give them and wind up on top of, of uh, you know, their classes. Yeah, absolutely. Quan, what I want to do, let's transition into education because I think that's a big one that's impacting the legislature as well. Um, I got to take a quick break, though. Can you stick around, Quan? Yes, sir. Okay, hang on one second. And I'd love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com uh, and e- uh, text message as well, 877-971-3971. want to remind you about my good friends at Desert Gold Exchange. I... Um, I think it's really important to own a little bit of physical gold and silver. I don't tell you what to do, but I tell you for my family, it has been for decades. Um, and I, I should almost pull Quan back on. And this one, I have a little piece of gold that actually came from Vietnam that was wafer thin that people used to wear in their clothing. Um, and it's, it's, I have it for the gold, but I also have it for the, um, the historical side of that. Uh, but anyway, owning physical gold and silver when things really, you know, go to heck in a handbasket is, is really important. Call Desert Gold Exchange. It's a family run company right here in Arizona. They keep their overhead low. They pass the savings on to you. Justin and his team, Justin and his team do a really, really good job. Uh, here's their number 888 and tell my call. I, I told you to, to give them a call. 888-852-4343. 888-852-4343. Or check them out online at desertgoldexchange.com. More to come. Hang tight. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. I've got a pile of stuff for Rob Wilson of Timberline Firearms and Training. He'll be on the program here next week. I think he's coming in Monday. Um, look, support a great Northern Arizona company, indoor shooting range, all the firearms, ammunition, accessories you need at Liberty Safe. I'm pointing at mine right now here in the studio. Uh, all those training courses so that you are a 
knowledgeable uh, firearms owner, safe firearms owner, and, and also fighting for the Second Amendment. Call Timberline Firearms and Training. Book one of his great courses right now at 928-526-7900. 928-526-7900. Or get more info at timberlinefirearms.us. Okay, welcome back. Talking with Representative Kwan Win, uh, represents uh, in the House, in the Arizona House Legislative District 1. Um, we'll get to education in a second. I actually want to hit on this one because you just came off the House floor, Kwan, and voted on HB 2245, which I believe is one of, you're the primary sponsor on that bill. Uh, and it has to do with one of the scourges in our country right now, which is fentanyl. What happened there? Yeah, so uh, I, I was listening to your commercial just now, so I just want your audience to know that I'm also the president of Arizona State Rifle and Pistol Association, which makes me the top guy in the state of Arizona on the Second, Am- uh, Second Amendment um, side of it. Uh, but but uh, yeah, I, it, 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 I sort of live the Second Amendment. But, but let's talk about. So, so we, uh, we can we can have you back and talk for about three hours on that one, Juan, because there's so much to hit on. So, um, but yeah, the fentanyl. I mean, that's such a huge topic. The fentanyl issue, though, is is crazy. What's going on? Yeah. So so the fentanyl issue. I I've been in office since 21, and this is so I'm going into my fourth year right now, second term, uh, and also chairman of judiciary. Um, you know, I, I've been fighting um, against fentanyl for since for three years now, and it's coming on to my fourth year. And it's interesting, um, you know, I got full support of, of leadership to go fight this thing. Um, it's interesting that everyone uh, on both sides of the aisle has fentanyl as a bullet item on their platform, and everybody thinks that fentanyl is a bad thing. But when it comes down to uh, protecting this citizen or, or uh, you know, public safety, we're not successful at introducing any form of fentanyl, uh, uh, you know, uh, criminal law at all to 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 uh, go after the, the fentanyl dealers. So for two years in a row, right in a row, I, I, I lost, I mean, these fentanyl, uh, great fentanyl bills, you know, homicide growth bills uh, supported by Yavapai County Sheriff, Yavapai Prosecutor, Maricopa County, Pinal County, law enforcement agencies, but yet, Surprisingly, it just couldn't get out of committee. And by the way, we have a majority in the committee. So I don't have to tell you who has to vote no in order to kill a bill, yeah. right? So, uh, you know, we got a couple of Republicans who are always voting no killing bills. And so now um, today, uh, we, we literally have a Republican that wasn't very happy. And we had to back the, the committee in order to get a fentanyl bill out. And so we, we did it today. We had the county attorney coming out to support. We even had the AG office on the other side coming out to support my bill. Um, and, and it barely passed today. So mm. it came out of committee. Uh, what it does is if, you, if you're a dealer or, or if you possess uh, more than $1,000, $1,000 or more worth of, of drugs uh, that includes fentanyl, uh, convicted is a felony too. And you're going to a minimum of five years, uh, presumptive 10 and maximum of 15 years. And so if you've been convicted of the same crime before, you can look at 10, 15 and 25. 
Um, so we finally got that out. I mean, we had to seriously look at this. You can't come down to the legislature every day, pretend to work on fentanyl, and then decide to vote no on fentanyl. I mean, what was the reason, Quan? I mean, as far as um, what did they say was the Mo- holdup? Mo- multiple reasons. Um, you see, as as a as a uh, chairman of judiciary, so I'll just tell my tell you my uh, philosophical view of of crime is that we need to put people in jail to protect the public. That is all I'm interested in. I'm not in, you know, I, I don't have what you call misplaced compassion and and use the U.S. Constitution to protect the drug dealers. For example, I was told that, uh, you know, I was removing civil, civil liberties from, from these drug dealers. Um, and my reply to that is, look, everyone has constitutional rights. Uh, drug dealers that actually kill, they have two things going on. Uh, first of all, they got a, court, a date court and they got a free lawyer. And, and that's all you should get, right, as a criminal who actually kills somebody. Um, the rest of the Constitution um, is, is applicable to all of us. And it's very difficult to, to get by some of these um, purists. So basically, you know, I'm a constitutionalist and I'm going to make sure I'll protect the drug dealer to the best of my ability. Now, I'm talking about Republicans speaking today. I'm not talking about Democrats here. So you can see my voice probably get a little frustrated because yeah. for three years, I can't get these fentanyl bills passed and it is flowing across the border. And yet we're not giving law enforcement the tools and the prosecutors the tools to be able to go after these, these mass murderers. Well, and if you're soft on crime, uh, Quan, look at California, uh, you know, where it's like, hey, you can commit crime up to $950 for stealing stuff, right? There's no, right. there's, there's, there's no, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no reason not to do it for a lot of people. There's no repercussions. Right, right. So, so we, we have this a certain number of people, and both on both sides of the aisle, a certain number of people that believe that we're spending too much incarcerating, incarcerating people. So we got, we got to back off and not put everyone in jail. The problem I have with that is when they come out of jail, for the most part, recidivism rate is, is pretty high uh, for, for a lot of these people. So they, they come right out and commit crimes again. What I like to do is spend as much money as we possibly can to incarcerate bad people and keep, in, keep people in there so that when my children go to the mall or your you know, children go to school, that we don't have these problems in those locations. We got to keep the public safe. So I'm a little bit hardcore on the opposite side of, of uh, criminal justice reform, if you know what I mean, Jeff. Yeah, and the fentanyl issue just keeps on exploding. We've got to do something about that. So, okay, let's uh, let's do this. Got to take a quick break. Let's hit on some more of your bills and maybe the budget issue as well in education when we come back. And I'd love your comments as well. Uh, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. You want to get a second set of eyes on your portfolio and what's going on in the markets. Uh, Glenn Least with WT Wealth Management would love to have that one-on-one conversation with you, just like I have with him. Uh, you know, and I find that he's got 
a lot of the same values that I have. And, you know, he really watches out for all this woke stuff that's going on where companies aren't making money and profits because they're too busy with their DEI stuff. Call Glenn Least, have a one-on-one conversation with him about your portfolio, 928-225-2474. That's 928-225-2474. It's Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management, 928-225-2474. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, don't forget to get your comments in. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, also, please subscribe to the website. Uh, go up there right now. It's right there below the live stream. And that's a great way to listen to the show as well. And entering your email address. I'm not selling it or anything. We want to grow those numbers because then you can get video. You get our clips. All the, um, you know, the, the stories and articles and stuff we put out there. I had like four today. That's that's a little higher than I normally do because of all the stuff going on uh, at the state GOP with uh, Carrie Lake and a DeWitt tape. Uh, so go check that out. Talkwithjeff.com. That's talkwithjeff.com talking with uh, LD1 representative uh, Quan Nguyen. And it's, um, that's largely, LD1's largely the Prescott area, right? I mean, it, does it go to like Black Canyon areas like that? Yeah, so so we will from Ash Fork up in the I-40 uh, all the way down to uh, the, the uh, southern tip of Black Canyon City, just right on top of Cave Creek and Anthem, you know, the, the northern part of, uh, of Maricopa County. Yeah. So it covers the Quad City, you know, Prescott, Prescott Valley, Chino Valley, uh, Dewey Humboldt, and it goes all the way out north to uh, Chino Valley. Um, so it's, it's 8,300 square miles, and it's, I, I believe it's the largest uh, district. Uh, in the state of Arizona. Oh, wow. Yeah, rural districts, you and LD7 and LD6. I mean, it's these right. are crazy big districts, bigger than a lot. You know, I think some of them are bigger than states back east, right? Um, okay, right. you've got, um, obviously, in, leg- in the legisl- legislative session right now, uh, I noticed you had like five bills you were sponsoring, including the fentanyl one that we were talking about. I saw something on the uh, on, on firearms. Uh, what was that one? Yeah, so so um, just to go back to 2021, uh, that's the last time Republicans passed a firearm bill. So uh, Mr. Diosucci, who is the current majority leader, he passed the bill that I supported, and it would uh, it declare Arizona as a Second Amendment sanctuary state. Yeah. And then I follow in the same year uh, to uh, the, the, the blacker version of, the, of our state. So basically when we passed that bill and Governor Ducey signed into law, it protects the industry completely from frivolous lawsuits. So if a firearm is illegally used or misused, the state of Arizona, uh, you cannot sue the, 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 the firearms uh, makers, uh, ammo makers, uh, retailer, FFL holders, and, and so on. So the state of Arizona actually completely protected from frivolous lawsuits. And that was a big deal because we mirror 
the federal uh, the, uh, statute to protect uh, manufacturers um, only because Mr. Biden was sworn in in 2021 and he was in the Rose Garden. The first thing he said was, you know, it, with, with everything, that every bit of energy I have, I want to make sure that we repeal PACA to allow people to sue gun manufacturers. And they were successful in some of the states causing some of these gun companies to actually disappear. Hmm. Um, and But that's not going to happen here. So, Jeff, I got to tell you, whenever you run into a, a, a firearm manufacturer, convince them to come here because they're completely protected. Yeah, and Arizona's become such a strong Second Amendment state. I mean, uh, you know, the carry concealed that went into uh, effect where you didn't need to get, um, you know, do the CCW course, which I still recommend doing that course because you can get to other states that also, um, you know, ha- have that as right, well. Right, right. So it's, it's a, oh, it's a oh, big and advantage. I, and I forgot to tell you about the bill. Yeah, I forgot to tell you about the bill, the Second Amendment bill. Um, you know, right now, uh, under ISO 9000, uh, referring to the credit card. So credit card companies decided to have a special code just for firearms. Uh, to me, that's a violation of, of, uh, of privacy. So, right. So if you buy a lawnmower and, and you buy a jug of milk and you use your credit card, no one knows about it because it, it's just a general grocery code, right. Or yeah, whatever it is. Lumped together. When yeah. You buy a, yeah. So, so when you buy a firearm, it goes on to a special code or if you buy an accessory, or if you buy ammo, it goes into a special code. And you know what that is, right? It's called a polite form of registration. So at some point in time, federal government is going to go to the bank and say, I want your database. Give me the list. Everyone yeah. who, yeah, give me the list of, of uh, all the credit card purchases. And when they look at it, they'll be able to say, hey, Jeff uh, bought an AR-15 and Kwong bought a thousand rounds of nine milliliters uh, ammo. And so I'm running a bill to ban the bank from using a code to categorize uh, firearm uh, purchase okay. in the state of Arizona. So that's it. what we're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, I love it. What's that? What's that bill? House bill? I mean, um, I have not dropped it yet. So okay. we're still okay. working with the NRA on the language because there's a couple well, of things that the NRA called me yesterday and they say, hey, can we tweak this a little bit? And yeah. I agree to it. Well, let me know as that progresses. Cause I think that's really important, especially Quan, as we get to a world that, and I don't want to go this way, but I bet you it, it goes uh, a central bank digital currency where they try to get everybody. Cause right now you could go pay cash for that, for example. But once they get a digital currency in, then they're categorizing everything. Um, they have more mechanisms right. and right. levers for control. So it, it's, right. it's a huge problem. So that's a good well, one. Well, just remember this. In, in 19, prior to 1939, Germany decided to uh, have a registration list for the entire nation. Yep. Right? So when 1939 came around, guess what? They had a list. They collected all the firearms. First so, thing, and then, yep. you know what happened? Yeah, you know what happened after 1939? Same thing with Vietnam, same thing with Cambodia, uh, killing fields. When's the last time, Jeff, you, start, you heard somebody talking about a killing field? We don't talk about it anymore. Two million people killed in two years. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, um, I, I mean, people, again, back to what we were saying when you, at the beginning of, of this hour, 
people don't remember the history and people think we live in some kind of um, bubble where it won't happen again. And as soon as you forget your history, it, it happens. And sadly, a lot of the generations that live through that, uh, whether it be even Vietnam, but if back to World War II and before are disappearing and there's no direct tie anymore. Uh, Quan Nguyen is with us, represents Legislative District 1. Let's let's wrap up with, um, you know, education's a big issue. The budget's a big issue. I had Speaker um, uh, Ben Toman just the other day. We were hitting on that. Uh, he, he assures me and other representatives that have been on the program that the ESA program, which I think is a great program and a model for other states, they, they, the, the governor's going after it. She hates this thing, and she's hitting it from every angle, uh, from every crisis that, that's being created. Uh, is it safe? Because that's what they're telling me. Is, is the Republican, uh, are the Republicans going to stick together on this one? Yeah, you know, so so ESA is something that uh, Speaker uh, Ben, Majority Leader Ben Solan, was working on it. And uh, surprisingly, I mean, this, this thing passed and became a model legislation for, for the rest of the uh, the United States. Uh, I'm proud to be a part of it. And, and i got to tell you, uh, education, public education hasn't worked. Uh, as I think I mentioned earlier, that only about 40% of the the kids in school can actually read and, and do math at grade levels. And, and so you, you, you can see it is failing. Um, and, you know, generally we spend about between federal and state funding, uh, almost $14,000 per child. Uh, the ESA program uh, starting at 7,000, I think it's kind of sort of moved to about $9,000. Um, and, and people were saying, Hey, you know, this is going to bankrupt, uh, uh, the state. And I will tell you, that's not what JLBC was saying, that, that we're, we're not broke at all. Uh, so I think from the legislative standpoint, I will do everything I can to make sure that uh, Governor Hobbs doesn't uh, try to strip that away from, yeah. from our children. And um, so, so I have a different view of education spending than uh, a lot of my conservative uh, uh, Republicans. So, so not that I'm not conservative. I just have a different view when it comes to education. We're spending a lot of money. We are wasting a whole lot of money on our kids aren't very bright. <laughs> yeah. That's, would you and I agree? I that? agree. I agree. And it's getting yeah. worse. <laughs> so, 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 then, so then somebody says, well, why would you want to spend more money? If I have to spend more money at the private school, ESA, homeschool, to better educate our children, I'll take that all day long. And by the way, let's talk about the budget for a second. Everybody's saying we got a shortfall. If you remember back in February, Jeff, we introduced a bipartisan budget from the previous year. It was voted in by bipartisan. And we took that budget and we added the population um, uh, adjustment and we added the inflation, right? And she vetoed it. Just imagine, had she signed that budget back in February, we would have been $500 million up right now at yep. this point, yep. instead of $1.6 billion down in, in a 12-month period. So, so now the, the, the left is running around telling uh, us that we're responsible for that huge shortfall. And in fact, we would have wanted to introduce the, the budget back in February of 23 and she vetoed it. So, you know, and, and it's a phony, it's a phony crisis. It's a phony crisis. Yeah. It, it's, it's phony. It's temporary. 
but it's phony. It's a talking point. Yeah. And it gets to a point where, you know, you want to throw up every day, you know, <laughs> after a session at the end of the day, you want to either take a shower, throw yeah, up yeah, a boat. Clean, yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. She, and, and so we, yeah, we can fix this problem. Um, and, and, but, but it isn't, it, it's not the ESA and it's not the tax cut. It's none of that. It's the fact that she wanted to spend money like crazy. Yeah, I, I wish Hobbs and, would, I wish Hobbs would stop blaming the children and, and stop blaming the hard paying taxpayers of, of the state of Arizona. Absolutely. All right, Quan, hey, I, I really enjoyed our conversation. Um I, I wanna get you back on. I know you'll be busy through the session, but anytime, especially your gun bill, and I'd love you to just, uh, send me a text, we'll get you on. And I know you've got a, a race down there uh for L D one, of course, uh, you know, election season's heating up. So I'll include your website in the, the podcast once that gets out later on. And uh, I wish you the best and we'll, we'll talk again real soon. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks so much for having me on and, uh, and uh, have a happy new year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really appreciate it. All right. And I'd love to hear from you folks. Uh, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. And I'm surprised we haven't had Quan on earlier than this because, um, you know, I really enjoyed that conversation. So if you missed any of it, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Please do that. Uh, and, and and also subscribe to the website. Subscri- subscribe, if I can get that word out, subscribe to talkwithjeff.com. That's talkwithjeff.com. All right. I bought some uh, great blinds from the Blind Brothers here a while back. Man, they do a great job no matter where you're at in Arizona, the press area, uh, Verde Valley, Flagstaff, uh, call them up. They will come on out, measure your blinds, uh, look at all your options for new blinds, shutters, and shades. Hey, that saves a lot of energy too, because you lose so much through you, through and out your windows. Call the Blind Brothers. Do your neighbors a favor. Do yourself a favor. Call them up right now. 928-634-2423. 928-634-2423. And it's important to mention the Jeff Orbit Show because you get half off installation. Have them do the installation. 928-634-2423. Or go to theblindbrothers.com. Back in a minute. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show I totally stiffed Olivia. She's uh, sent me a text. I sent her a text because we went longer with Quan because um, I, I really enjoyed especially um, well, the whole interview, but his, his story sharing his family's background in Vietnam and the, the horrors of communism, the horrors of war. Uh, well worth, I hope you'll share that interview once this is podcast here in a few minutes with everyone. Talkwithjeff.com or on your, your phone, your favorite podcast provider. Look up Orvitz, O-R-A-V-I-T-S. Uh, but yeah, I totally stiffed Olivia. She's going to come in and read a bunch of comments that have piled up. We'll do that tomorrow, I promise you. So keep them coming. Uh, keep all the comments coming. Comment in the podcast, comment on video, whatever you got to do uh, so we can share all of that. Uh, but a busy day and uh, a lot of stories that we put up at talkwithjeff.com. Talkwithjeff.com. Subscribe up there. 
Uh, and the big one, obvious, obviously, was um, former, now former state chairman for the Arizona Republican Party, Jeff DeWitt, has resigned. Happened, you know, just shortly after noon, one o'clock or so, something like that. Uh, he did a two-page letter, which I shared the entire letter up on our um, Jeff's top news picks about midway down on the main page, talkwithjeff.com. And um, he, you know, he, he, he said that the, uh, you know, he's resigning. He goes into the tape. He says it's selectively edited, um, goes on and on about trust. And now, you know, he thought he was having a private conversation. But I've played, played the tape for you. And, I mean, that was some slimy, nasty stuff that was going on there. And I, we're not naive enough to don't, we don't think that it, that's not happening all the time. That's the sad part of what's going on in our country right now. The corruption is just rotten us to the core. And these forever politicians that stay in office, that I, I wonder how much dirt they have on people in Washington, D.C. represent. I mean, it's crazy what's going on. Uh, so after that tape was released yesterday, he, you know, he finally resigned about 24 hours later. Uh, Carrie Lake put out a statement saying that, you know, what, what DeWitt's saying is, you know, she's saying that's not true. And, you know, that there's, because he, he's basically saying that she, her, her campaign said, Hey, we got more tapes uh, and it's worse than this. If you don't resign, she's saying, Hey, no one from the Carrie Lake campaign threatened or blackmailed DeWitt. Um, so a lot of drama, he needed to resign. Um, I'm glad he, he got out of there. Um, now the GOP will meet this weekend and vote for new leadership. Got to get it together real quick here. I mean, we don't want Biden to be back in office. We got a Senate seat right here in the state of Arizona that we need to fight for. So I hope they get their act together. But again, I got the full audio of what's going on up there. Uh, talkwithjeff.com, talkwithjeff.com and, um, crazy stuff. I highly encourage you to listen to it. It's, I got the version up there. That's not me giving any commentary or anything like that. So you can listen to the whole thing and make form your own opinion and, and thoughts on this stuff. Crazy stuff. Check it out and, and share that. Uh, like I said, tomorrow we'll get Olivia in here and we'll make sure we get to your comments. So get all those in plus get you caught up on all the other stuff that's going on that we've, um, you know, haven't had time for in the past couple of days. I didn't even talk about um, New Hampshire. You know, Nikki Haley's staying in that race. She's going to need to get out here pretty quick. Trump's the nominee. And the quicker that everyone can get organized behind Trump, the better off uh, we'll be at this point. Uh, anyway, yeah, get those comments in. Talkwithjeff.com. Share the website. Appreciate everyone doing that. I hope you all have a great, safe night. Take care. See you soon. Thanks for listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Portions of this show may be pre-recorded. And remember, the information provided on the show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and his guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. Remember to catch the podcast by looking up the Jeff Orbit Show on your favorite podcast provider, including places like Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and more. Also available on Rumble and on YouTube. Just look up Orvitz, O-R-A-V-I-T-S. And remember, the show streams Monday through Friday at 4.06 p.m. right up at talkwithjeff.com. Also available on FM on 97.1 FM, the big talker throughout northern Arizona, and 107.9 FM in the Prescott area.